Stay angry that the government want to take all this from us. Stay angry that Highways England want to plough four lanes of HGV traffic through this. It will just be an environmental disaster. It will be an emotional disaster. It will be a mental health disaster. Any work that will disturb the cap on that site has the potential to release dioxins, asbestos fibres, polychlorinated biphenyls, chemicals that are proven to be carcinogenic or harmful to health. People are still unaware of just how severe and how detrimental the plans are. The amount of pollution that literally just killing people off. All the distress that continual traffic causes all the time, the noise, the particulates. So we've got to find a way to deal with this, but building another road is not the answer. Welcome to our final episode of 2021. It's been a very busy year, so in this episode we'd like to celebrate everything our Rimrose Valley Friends team has achieved in this last 12 months. We'd also like to summarise what our eight We Said No podcast episodes have covered in the pursuit of our campaign. We've interviewed many people over the last year, engineers, doctors, local residents, politicians, sports coaches, teachers, university lecturers and unsurprisingly, have encountered a widespread passion for Rimrose Valley Country Park. Throughout these times of Covid we've discovered how essential our much-loved park is for providing a place of health and well-being. How our campaign to save Rimrose Valley has morphed into a fight for improving the quality of life for residents across the whole of South Sefton. Not only residents surrounding Rimrose Valley, but also for those who live alongside the existing A5036 route to the docks. We've learned that we're not the only community facing conflicts where a major port is situated near a heavily built-up residential area. Other communities around the world, such as Shanghai and Hamburg, for example, are experiencing similar problems with traffic congestion, air pollution and a threat to green space, but are attempting to solve them in sustainable, forward-thinking ways. In podcast 8, our most recent one, we explored the views of specialist engineers who outlined an economically viable freight tunnel solution. A solution which Highways England, sorry, National Highways as they're now called, have not even considered. Highways, that's what they do. Build more and more roads. You can shove your dirty highway up your port. You can shove your dirty highway up your port. You can shove your dirty highway. Shove your dirty highway. Well, I just want to send the message to the government that we don't want this road. We want proper alternatives, environmentally friendly alternatives, and we just want them to listen. Just listen. The protest we held in August, attended by almost a thousand people, showed just how passionate local residents are about protecting their green lung. Having had very little response from Peel Ports in our previous attempts at cooperation, our aim was once again to try to appeal to Peel Ports' social conscience by delivering a letter highlighting the community's concerns. Then, there's the air quality report that Peel Ports have a responsibility to complete for the port operations. This should give a true indication of the levels of pollution the container ships pump out 
whilst their engines are running when docked at the port. Both Sefton Council and ourselves are currently trying to locate this air quality report, but as far as we know, it still hasn't been produced. National Highways have once again postponed the next key step in the road proposal, for statutory consultation. This is where we, as a community, will have the opportunity to demonstrate and object to their proposals. It's absolutely crucial that we're prepared for this and come out in force. So our next podcast in 2022 will be focusing on how we, as a community, can fight the proposal. Also next year, we'll be exploring the possibility of electrifying wagons as they enter the port, which solves the issue of non-container freight that would work in conjunction with the proposal from Mole Solutions. This is currently being trialled in Scunthorpe. Here again, we see another example of a greener solution that would work for the Port of Liverpool, thereby improving the quality of life for the local community. We're also very pleased to recap on the wonderful variety of outdoor events that have taken place in Rimrose Valley this year, which have included guided walks, nature walks, free yoga sessions, litter picks, and a number of forest school sessions for parents and children. Sue Sinclair spoke to Lisa, one of the practitioners running forest school earlier this year. Hi, I'm here with Lisa. Um, Lisa uh, was surrounded with children and parents and grandparents just yeah. a few minutes ago, lighting a little fire, teaching children about safety in the woodland areas and having lots of fun. So you've been doing this for a little while, Lisa? We've just started. We started in August. It's something that we've been trying to get off the ground for a few months, but finally August and we got all the permission from the council to go ahead with all the um, risk assessments and health and safety. And we've also got some funding as well through Rimrose Valley Friends, so it's enabled us to make the first eight sessions completely free for the community and that funding came from the cooperative which is fantastic because obviously makes it accessible to all really important that we don't sort of discriminate you know financially we want everyone within the community obviously the valley is free but we'd like to make the services and the stuff that we run here you know free and accessible really it's really important so today's our third day that we do we've done two sessions each day so after today we'll have done six sessions with different groups different families just coming across so much wildlife so we've just spotted two little frogs this morning as well and the children were in the element inspecting them up close really tiny little ones and last time we had a woodpecker and um what else did we have a pheasant we had and i know obviously there's deer on site we haven't managed to we haven't been lucky enough to see any deer yet but we saw dragonflies as well so obviously so much wildlife just gives us the opportunity to really educate the children you know and just chatting to them about being in nature going around asking them what they like about being in nature bringing their awareness to just you know listening to the trees blowing in the breeze and one little boy was quite shy and quiet today and just wanted to sort of sit on the the outskirts in his pram wrapped up in his blanket but he was just sort of staring up at the sun coming through the trees it's just a beautiful place to be so relaxing and I think although we're marketing these as you know forest school for children it's equally as beneficial for the parents as well you know who have this opportunity to come together especially post-covid in a natural environment somewhere that they can really relax 
um, and connect because it's been hard for everyone. A um, couple of grandparents with the grandsons made a new connection today and they've gone off together, you know. So it's just really nice to be able to offer it. Obviously, it's all a little bit up in the air with regards to whether the road's coming through. Obviously, it'll be massively detrimental to the wildlife. And, you know, I know groups of people that come foraging you know there's blackberries damsons sloes all sorts apples growing here when we come and we get the elderflower as well making cordial champagne so there's people making bacon you know and that sort of foraging connection to wildlife it would obviously have an impact if the roads went ahead so fully in support of what Rimrose Valley Friends are doing with anything we can do and by sort of using the forest school to shine another spotlight on what potentially could happen if we don't use this space and sort of stand up and speak. Fantastic. You know, the government have been saying that they need doctors and uh, mental health workers to be green prescribing. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, this looks like a, a perfect way of getting out and forgetting about responsibilities yeah. for a little while. Um, and all the worries and cares of life and just come and have a bit of fun so for the adults what kind of activities would they be doing just very simple crafts nothing that needs an enormous amount of skill just something that can be taught but it is very therapeutic like repetitive weaving foraging as well as another thing that we have offered yeah a number of things I also teach yoga so we do bring in a little bit of the mindfulness but you're right you know with the social subscribing prescribing it is a therapeutic avenue and I think just being in green spaces it's proven that it does affect the nervous system in a beneficial way you know it lowers the stress response and it brings everything back down to a calm state so yeah love it can't wait to do more well it was great for us because we were walking along the path and we could hear squeals of joy from the children and lots of laughter so you've obviously had a really good fun time today so thank you so much for speaking to us today thank you thank you thank you bye-bye the feedback we've had from these sessions has been fantastic and we hope to support more of these sessions next year So, that's it for this year. We'd just like to say a big thank you to all our listeners and for supporting our campaign. We'll be back in January with another episode and we wish you the very best for the Christmas season. We'll sign out with the Male Voice Choir from St Faith's Christmas Tree Festival this year where we set up a stall along with other members of the local community. This podcast was created by the Friends Working Group, namely Tim Brunson, Janet McNulty, Sue Sinclair, Gary Young, Stuart Bennett and myself, Linda Gaskell. Our music was composed and created by The Reeds. Special thanks to Lisa from Forest School and the choirs at St Faith's Christmas Tree Festival who featured in this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Rimrose Valley and we're also on Instagram and Facebook. Keep up to date by subscribing to We Said No, wherever you find your podcasts. If you want to find out more information, get involved or support our campaign, please go to rimrosevalleyfriends.org.